we're back. Look at us. Hey, we look good, don't we? Yeah, that's right. Vegas Fever Podcast. Uh, Jason and Paula here with you. Hi. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for thanks for checking us out on YouTube uh, at the uh, Inside the Rink YouTube channel. Um, and also on any platform that you get your podcasts, uh, Apple, Spotify, etc. Uh, we are um, very, very happy that we were able to receive our shirts from from Vegas Varsity at Vegas Varsity on Twitter, VegasVarsity.com. Day F and one people, day F and one William Carlson Wild Bill and his amazing drunken rage speech at the uh, Golden iconic. Knights Parade. It I- is iconic. Iconic. I, it is iconic. You can go to VegasVarsity.com, use our code VFP10, mm-hmm. as we'll kick off the show, just kind of getting this out there for you. Use our code VFP10, VegasVarsity.com. You can get 10% off um, your purchase. And these shirts that, you know, Kyle over there at Vegas Varsity put together in okay. just a couple of minutes, really, um, he put these things together and they flew. I mean, really just great quality. Uh, Please go check them uh, out. Amazing and... stuff. Absolutely. Where are we starting? Well, it's been a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And things happen. Um, Golden Knights free agency occurred um, right after our last show. So that's a good place to start. Um, news and notes from the offseason as well. Okay. Um, we'll kind of be in this section. Um, so let's start off with – it was kind of a – it was a crappy way to kind of start off free agency for the Golden Knights. Riley Smith, one of the originals, Misfits. Um, now there's only five. Now there's only five. Uh, traded to Pittsburgh um, for a third round pick in order to do in order to do something that the Golden Knights wanted to do, which was clearly keep Ivan Barbashev. They had to get rid of somebody. It was not going to be Carlson. No, I mean it could have been <laughs> after that drunken rage. It could have been, but it wasn't going to be him. And it wasn't going to be Marcheseau, Jonathan Marcheseau, the the Conn Smythe winner. Well, so, then again, they got rid of Flurry, and he was the the what's that gold oh, trophy? Um, yeah, that thing. Um, they got rid of him. Yeah, they, so yeah, could, they, they, they could have gotten rid of Marshall. That was a clearly capped up money move, um, obviously by the Golden Knights. The money matched up though. So Riley Smith makes five million a year, and Barbershev signed for five million a year. Um, the the vet the Vesna trophy. Uh, is what yes, we were looking yes, for. Yes. Uh, it just popped into my head. So basically, that's a wash there. Uh, Barbashev, five years, $5 million per. Riley Smith to the Penguins for a third-round pick. Um, Aiden Hill resigns, two years, almost $5 million per. So the man got paid for his performance from um, game three of the Edmonton series on mm-hmm. um, leading the Golden Knights to the Stanley cup. He could have been uh, easily, he could have been the, <laughs> sorry, something in my freaking eye. Um, magically. Yeah. Always, always when you're trying to do something, something's magically in your eye. Uh, he could have been the Conn Smythe winner. There was people thinking that it, it, it could have been him. Yeah. We talked about that. last. Um, so he got absolutely paid for his performance. Uh, almost 5 million per, um, Qualifying offers for Brett Howden, Yuri Patera, and uh, Pavel Dorofiev. Um, <laughs> so they will all be back. Um, 
Obviously, the Golden Knights did not tender offers to Nolan Patrick, who they got in the Cody Glass deal a couple of years back. Uh, he hasn't played. Uh, it's been a really, really tough go for him. He's had injury after injury. Um, and when you're talking about head and neck injuries, it's just really, really hard um, to really get back and play. Mm-hmm. The Golden Knights really didn't do a lot. So, like, the right before free agency – Kelly McCrimmon was talking to the media and he said, we're going to be pretty wrapped up quickly. Uh, I mean, it's, it's really going to be open and shut. And it kind of was now that doesn't mean that the golden Knights, there are free agents out there. So like Vladdy Tarasenko is still out there. Patrick Kane is still out there. Both are, were with the Rangers. Circling back. What do you think about the Riley Smith move? I don't like it, but, but I understand it. Um, And the thing is, is that, Somebody had to go. This is what happens every year because of the situation Vegas is in. It's well documented. Everybody knows it. But because Vegas wanted to sign Barbership, which I like that move. I, I I wanted Ivan Barbership back. I didn't want it to yeah, cost Riley Smith. I didn't want it to happen that way. Yeah. But um, you everything matched up. Barbership over Aiden Hill. Yes, and the reason for that was because when you've got – you still had Laurent Brassois, who we'll talk about his new team in a little bit, um, and you've got uh, Logan Thompson. I think that the Golden Knights would have been fine in net. I wasn't alone in this thinking. I, I feel like there's um, a whole bunch of people out there, uh, media-wise and other, who thought the Golden Knights would have been fine without Aiden Hill. But, I mean, it's it's good to have him back. Mm-hmm. That's in, – in my mind, that's Robin Leonard money. So they gave Ed Aiden Hill the same thing basically Robin Leonard makes. I don't see a way that he comes back. I just Robert, don't get it. Robin Leonard? Yes. I, I especially they after haven't they said ten- yet. No. <laughs> and they haven't even said if he's healthy. He had both hips done and a knee, I think. I, I mean, and a shoulder. I don't know. I lost track. I, he's had a lot of work done. And they tendered that offer to Yuri Patera, and that's their third, basically. Mm-hmm. So I don't see a way that he comes back. The Golden Knights have a little bit to play with. Um, if they put his money back on LTIR, if they don't, they're going to be in trouble, which is really me thinking that they're going to move on from Robin Leonard at some point. That was pretty much it straightforward on the Golden Knights front. There are some former players that signed with new teams that you would find some of it's rubs me the wrong way. And some of it's, it's pretty interesting. So we'll kind of go through it. Uh, Johnny quick. Thank you, Johnny quick for your uh, contributions for a half a season in Vegas. He will be um, Igor Shesterkin's backup in New York. He signs a deal with the Rangers um, golden uh, silver Knights. Captain uh, Braden uh, Pashal has signed a two year, two way contract. Uh, with the Golden Knights. I never know if I say the man's name right. Uh, it looks like a, a Patchel, uh, but I guess it could be a Pashal or, or whatever that would be. Um, Teddy Bluger, a one-year deal with Vancouver, uh, $1.9 million. Um, Laurent Brassois goes back to Winnipeg, where he will be the most likely starter. It looks good like – well, the thing is, is that it is good for him because he was going to start – he had a really good season. He was hurt, but he came back. And when he was in the crazy, he was really, really good. It looks like, and from what everybody's saying, uh, Winnipeg is going to move on from Connor Hellebuck. And that would make... He would take over the position. That would that would be a, mean mm. absolutely that. So um, VGK signs Mason uh, Geertsen to a... Two, Mason Geertsen uh, signs him to a two-year, two-way contract. I'm just kind of reading this in order. This is from Sinbin.Vegas. It was a, a what what Ken 
uh, and Jason did over there at Sinbin was they put this in kind of order of how it happened. And it was really, 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 really helpful. And there's a signing that I remember that is not on here. That is going to be pretty, pretty cool for kind of cool for Knights fans. It's not great that he's not on the team, but it's pretty cool for Knights fans. Anyway, um, Mason Morelli, two-year, two-way contract with the Golden Knights at the league minimum. Uh, I mentioned Yuri Pateri. Yeah. Gage Quinney, who is the first Nevada-born hockey player. Wow. Um, he signed a two-way contract to remain in the Golden Knights organization. He's been in the organization for a few years now. More former VGK players. Matthias Janmark, one year, one million to, to remain in Edmonton. Uh, Dylan Coglin. Was Why are we keeping track of these people? I'm just curious. Well, uh, uh, basically, um, to take up space and time in a uh, slow off season, and some of these are pretty interesting. Some of these are interesting. Okay, because this makes no sense. Some of these are interesting. Okay, so Dylan Coughlin extended by Carolina. Ryan Reeves goes to Toronto. That's that was an interesting one. Toronto really loaded up on tough dudes. Um, they signed a couple of them, and I think that Toronto is going to be much, much improved next mm-hmm. year. The people in Toronto, if they don't get a Stanley Cup soon, they're all going to commit suicide at the same time. If you go on Twitter, Toronto Maple Leaf Twitter is cancerous. Um, Three-year, $1.3 million deal um, per year. Eric Brandstrom, who was traded for Mark Stone, uh, signs a $2 million, a one-year $2 million deal to remain in Ottawa. Evgeny Dodonov, Big Daddy, stays in Dallas on a $2.25 million uh, per for two years. Eric Halla resigns in New Jersey three years. Three years at $3 million per. That's a really, really good deal for, deal for Halla. Oh, dear. dear for Halla. He <laughs> has found a really, really cool home there. Mm-hmm. Oscar Dansk is back in the NHL. He went, to, I believe he was in Russia, I think. He's back with the Flames on a one-year two-way contract. Colin Miller was traded to New Jersey for a fifth-round pick. He was with Dallas last year. This one. This one makes me uncomfortable, and it really shouldn't, but this goes back years to Vegas' first season. Max Pacioretty signs a one-year deal with the Washington Capitals. That's Good for that's, him. that's yucky. That just makes me feel weird. I don't but know. he's not a knight, and they I treated him like shit. He, so. Well, he played – okay, so remember they traded him for a bag of beans. Okay, few future considerations help the Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup. Don't forget that. He played five games in Carolina before he re-injured the Achilles. Yes. I believe that he blew it in the offseason. That's just – it just makes me feel weird. I don't know. Uh, seeing him in that uniform is going to be strange. Um, we're getting there. Patrick Brown, uh, who the Golden Knights tried to send through waivers, and the Flyers took him. Yes. He signed a deal for two years, 800000 per the Boston Bruins. Cody Glass, good for him, re-signs in Nashville. About $2.5 million, two years. That's a really good deal for him. Malcolm Subban, I know Paula's favorite player of all time. <laughs> if you've been a long-time a- listener, you'd know that. I was um, making a face at you if you were looking at me. <laughs> St. Louis uh, signs him I didn't to even know he was still playing. a contract for the league minimum. He's probably going to end up in the minor leagues at this point. He should have already been there, but moving on. Oh, come on. Some Subban has to be in the league. I mean, come on now. Uh, Ryan Carpenter uh, goes back to his original team that the Golden Knights got him from a couple of years ago, San Jose, on a two-way, uh, a one-year two-way deal. Uh, for the league minimum. And Jimmy Schultz mm. signs a one-year two-way contract with Seattle for the league minimum. Speaking of Seattle, the one that's not on here is Pierre Edward Delmar. He's in Seattle. To Seattle. 
for two years, somewhere around. I feel like he was a good, um, like, locker room guy, like, morale person. I miss, I miss Belly. I, I think that he was really, really good for the team. Uh, glue and locker room extraordinaire. And I really think at times the last couple of years, the Golden Knights did miss that. Um, before we kind of, you know, talk about something else, I did want to mention this was a couple of weeks ago, but I don't think it changes. The Golden Knights are approximately three and a half million under the cap. That is <laughs> including Leonard his 5 million in LTIR. So if his 5 million is not in LTIR, then the Golden Knights are going to have to guess what, get rid of somebody. Um, But I believe it will probably stay there. Um, Brett Howden is going to arbitration. Uh, He will have a hearing to determine exactly what he is going to make. That happens when the two sides can't agree Mm -hmm. and we'll now figure it out. So, I mean, hopefully Golden Knight, and and that kind of depends on where, this three and a half million depends on where uh, the judge kind of feels that that his salary should be at. So, kind of figure that out from there. Uh, I don't think. Trying to think. Oh, other Golden Knights news that just came down. Um, Ryan Craig, who was an assistant with the Golden Knights, he's been there since year one with mm-hmm. Gerard Gallant. He is going to be the new head coach in Henderson. So okay. there is one spot open, and then also Misha Donskov who has been on the bench with the Golden Knights also since year one. He is moving on. Some people say he's going to end up – he's an Ohio native, so he could end up with the Blue Jackets. But just before we started recording, uh, the Golden Knights added two of those two members, replaced the coaching staff with the two that they lost. Um, Dominic Ducharme, which is a familiar name to a lot of Golden Knights fans – the year after the COVID bubble, they played Montreal in the conference final. It was kind of weird that year. Dominic Ducharme was the coach. Uh, he will be the assistant for um, the Golden Knights. And also uh, Joe Ward, who played for a long, long time in the league. He was an assistant in Henderson. He's going to get bumped up to the Golden Knights bench. So um, there is your Golden Knights uh, news nuggets. Uh, Knights Nation notes, um, <laughs> and I believe Paula is going to talk about Monkey Cult Coffee. Well, I was just going to say, go check them out. Yes, um, it's perfect season for cold brew, mm, and that's I what love, I've been. I love cold brew. I have to make it every weekend for him. And, mm-hmm. um, Monkey Cult Coffee is the best for that user. Yep. <laughs> use code VF- VFP10 for 10% off your entire purchase. That's right. Every portion of proceeds goes to um, a donation towards pediatric cancer. That's right. And it's really, really good coffee. So It is. It's delicious. So monkeycultcoffee.com, at Coffee Cult Life on Twitter. With, you know, you mentioning childhood cancer, they're – you know, donations and, and mm-hmm. research. This is the 30th year of the ESPYs, the 30th year since Jim Valvano's um, Never Give Up speech. Yes. And tonight is the ESPYs um, and a couple of Golden Knight. Well, Jonathan Marcheseau is nominated mm-hmm. for best player and the Golden Knights are nominated for best team. So next time we check in with you guys, we'll hopefully declare that they won. <laughs> somebody. I don't know if I really don't think the Golden are going to win next team because of who they're up against, but it could happen. It, it, it really could. Who knows? Um, 
couple of UNLV notes, just basically um, rounding out the roster for this year and then beginning uh, their commitments for next. So um, Jacob Barnaby, or Barnaby, you know, you, you know what I love about media guides is that it always has the pronunciation. Um, but this to me looks like Jacob uh, Batterby. Let's let's go with that. Um, becomes the thirteenth scholarship player for the Roman Rebels. Jacob with a B. Uh, Jacob B. B. Yeah. Sure. Uh, he chose UNLV over San Jose State, Washington State, UC Santa Barbara, and Southern Utah. Six foot eight. He played his high school ball at Hillcrest Prep in Phoenix. That's um, via the Las Vegas Sun. Um, so he's a three star prospect. Uh, according to 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 blah, 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 <laughs> according to twenty four seven sports, um, I was told he's a really really good ad for UNLV late in. He's basically the best big man left. And, and now now what is that really saying in July? You know what I mean. But it's late. Um, I you think you have somebody. Well, I think UNLV was going for somebody else. Maybe a couple other guys like tra- high transfer. Um, high-level transfers that kind of didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And to say that they settled would be kind of, you know, it it would be kind of understating it because I feel like they got a good one here um, just from kind of reading what everybody says. Also, the rebel way or no way on Twitter um, is absolutely fantastic. Been on running rebel basketball and rebel football um, for a few months now. Uh, and he's got a lot of good info and mm-hmm. he, he really is killing it on, you know, UNLV Twitter. So that's really cool there. Um, first commitment for the 2024 class, um, James Evans, six foot seven forward, uh, made an official three star as well. Um, he had offers from Utah State, Washington, Southern Utah. He's rated 100 and, as the 150th player in the class. Um it, it's a good start, you know. Uh, I mean, they're going to have to add at least a few more, and they will. Kevin Kruger's been really, really, uh, you know, him and him and his staff have been killing it on the recruiting trail. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, you get DJ Thomas, you know, it, it leads to things. And so I think that, you know, UNLV is in good hands. Um, thank God they didn't fire the man. You know what <laughs> I mean? It would have it, it been an absolute mess uh, had they done so. But, um the schedule is going to be way better. Um, UNLV is going to play Creighton um, um, in Henderson. Um, I'm just like um, <laughs> you said I'm like 800 times. They're going to play Creighton in Henderson at the DLC. Uh, they're going to play I think St. Mary's in Phoenix. They go to Dayton, which is a return game. Um, there's the the tournament in Florida that could also bring another top 50 game that UNLV, mm-hmm. you know, might play. So last year in their non-conference, they had four or no, they had no top 50 opponent opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to have four at least. Wow. That's so, when, so when you talk about having, okay, so they call them quad one. So, Obviously, winning on the road makes it a more important victory than winning at home. It'll be a higher level victory. Mm-hmm. UNLV, because these games are neutral sites, 
So if you're playing in Henderson, that's neutral. Obviously, Phoenix, you know, playing in Arizona is neutral. And then the tournament and then going to Dayton. So that's the only road game. They have an opportunity to have four quad one, which is essentially top 50 mm-hmm. or 75 victories. They didn't have any last year. <coughs> oh, excuse me. That would be really, really Sorry. Great for the team. He beefed up the schedule. Mm-hmm. So I mean there'll be there'll be more news on that and you know and uh and and other stuff, you know, Golden Knights wise. Uh you know, we it's only a matter <laughs> it's only a matter of time before Vegas has all the sports. So I mean, you know, there'll be more news. Paula is definitely interested. She's keeping tabs on what LeBron James is gonna do and bringing a team to Vegas, bringing an NBA team to Vegas. If it was Vegas' own it's going to be. It's going to be an expansion, expansion team. team and not some shitty Oakland team, I would be more for it. But rumors are... You can find us on Facebook. Sorry. Can, that's not a I rumor. you were done. No, that's not a rumor. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. Yes. And uh, do we have any questions or no? No. No okay. questions. I wasn't able to pull that out. I figured. I wasn't, wasn't able we to pull We did this that kind out. of spontaneously because it's we've got some stuff later in the week coming up. and. It was fun. It's always great to <laughs> see your faces, which we can't see. And hopefully uh, you give us a subscribe on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Just mm-hmm. type in the search bar, uh, the Vegas Fever podcast, and you'll be able to find us at the Inside the Rink YouTube channel, InsideTheRink.com. Uh, they sponsor every episode. And so be sure and go check them out. And uh, until next time. Bye. Bye.